0: Welcome back to the Gardenstein's Crowd. This is Jason Broughton. Today we have back with us Dave Peterson. Welcome back, Dave. Thank you. We are going through the gospel reading appointed for the vigil of the nativity of our Lord. It comes from Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 and following. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the holy spirit. So talk to me about this vigil of the nativity of our Lord.
1: Well, so I've been doing this, I've only done this a couple times. It only comes up very rarely, but uh, I found this, you know, 25 years ago in the Anglican Daily Missal and the St. Andrew Daily Missal and wasn't really sure how to read the rubrics in there. But uh, now we have the sort of blessing of the Lutheran Missal Project, which... (laughs) <laughs> read them the way I did. And that was that when uh, when when Christmas when the 24th is on a Sunday, so it would be Advent 4, then this vigil replaces Advent 4. It's still Advent, so you still have violet on the altar. You still don't sing the glory in excelsis. We use the same hymns as we would use on Advent 4, um, okay. but you have different readings. And it's, of course, I mean, you just heard it, it's the birth narrative from Matthew's gospel. Um, so, I I don't know. I think it's very nice, um, and I think it's it really kind of rounds out the whole Christmas thing. And there mm-hmm. is kind of I suspect that we're going to have we're going to have the most faithful of our members in church on Sunday morning, the twenty fourth, because some people that right will will come on Christmas Eve um, in the evening some people that don't come to church any other time the rest of the year, but also probably those members that come less than every week will choose to come in the evening, right? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I I think it's kind of nice to have something a little different, and it recognizes that even though it's in the morning, this is Christmas Eve, it's still Advent, but there's this kind of slow development uh, going from – the Christmas vigil to the to Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, you know, yeah. that's the idea. That's what it appeals to me. Um, I think it's worth recognizing that it's the twenty fourth of December. It's not just Advent four. Oh, also right. you do commemorate. It does say the rubrics are to still have to have an extra collect. To uh, so you do the collect for the Christmas vigil, and then after then you do a second collect for Advent four. Oh. So you don't miss the stir up collect either. So that's nice. So Which it's got, one comes it's definitely first? got some nods. The vigil. Okay. You, you always whenever they do that you always do the thing that's actually being observed first. Okay. But you had in that reading um, you did not have the first phrase. So I don't know if that's an ESV thing but this is the this is the uh, generation of Jesus Christ. Oh, Verse now 18. the birth of
0: Jesus Christ took place in this way. Oh,
1: is that what? What did you say? Yeah. Well, you didn't read that, I don't think.
0: No, I didn't. the The field test manual for the missile project says to begin um, with
1: eighteen. Oh, it's like eighteen B or something. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, I like that. Uh, I like that first phrase because it ties it to the verses that come before. It ties it to the genealogy.
0: Yeah. Is
1: it? Yeah. It's the anyway. same word,
0: isn't it? So. Um, so then, so you like,
1: Oh, so where did the readings come from? This. Yeah. I do. There's some confusion apparent. Well, of course, cause I've been doing it longer than the field test manual has existed. I have a little bit apparently. And then you were pointing out that, um, there's something like this in LSB called what Christmas Eve day. Is that what you said? It doesn't say that, but it, it's like not Christmas midnight.
0: So it's Christmas Eve, but not Christmas Eve midnight. Okay.
1: Well, I have, and this is going to be, again, from the St. Andrew Missal and the um, Anglican Missal, but I have for the Old Testament Isaiah 7, 10 to 14. Okay. And then I also had the gospel uh, ending at verse 21. Um but I like to I like the expansion to twenty five because it gives the end of the story. You know, the angel comes and tells Joseph what to do, and then Joseph does it. And you also right. you get the also if you're going to have the Isaiah seven reading, you also have the citation because that's in verse twenty two. So I I like the expansion, um, even though that's not what is in the Anglican Missal or in the field test manual apparently. But you said they have a different Old Testament reading in the field test manual
0: yeah they have isaiah 62 1 to 4a
1: yeah I do, so i know isaiah 7 pretty well <laughs> by heart you know but i don't know mm-hmm. I, I don't know what isaiah 62 is
0: so it's for zion's sake i will not hold my peace and for jerusalem's sake i will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns the gentiles shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. You shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no longer be termed forsaken, nor shall your land any more be termed desolate, but you shall be called Hephzibah, and your land Beulah, for the Lord delights in you.
1: All right, well, there you go. I guess you have the connection with the name there.
0: hmm Yeah. What do you have for the introit?
1: Oh, let's see. I don't have the reference. I just have the words. Today you shall know that the Lord will come and deliver you, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord. The earth is the Lord's and all that is therein, the world and all that dwell therein. Okay. That was the antiphon and the introit. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty nice. Today you shall know that the Lord will come and deliver you, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord. So, I mean, that's got a nice Christmas, right? Yeah, that's Exodus Tomorrow's Christmas, 16, so. isn't it? I'll take your word for it. If you recognized well, that just from me reading. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> You're that's, like John Seleska. That's what, John Seleska. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's what uh, the field test manual has. Exodus 16, oh, okay. 6B, and 7A. It's all from, both of all them right. are from Exodus.
1: Oh, both from Exodus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's pretty nice. The the Here's the collect for for the vigil, not for Advent. 4. O God, who dost gladden us with the yearly anticipation of our redemption, grant that we, who now joyfully receive Thine only begotten Son as our Redeemer, may also behold Him without fear when He comes as our Judge. Through the same Jesus Christ, Thy Son.
0: Yeah, and that's what that's the same too. Yeah, that's what the field test manual has, and it's very, uh, it's very close to what the LSB has for Christmas Eve. The not-midnight version. What do
1: they—oh, okay, so then the graduals got that Exodus thing again. Today you shall know that the Lord will come and deliver you. And then give hero shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that sittest upon the cherubim. Mm-hmm. That comes up—that that, leadest Joseph like a flock comes up a bunch in Advent. Mm-hmm. But listen to the Alleluia verse I've got. And maybe this is the same, too. I don't know— <laughs> Tomorrow the iniquity of the earth shall be done away, and the Savior of the world shall reign over us.
0: Yeah, that's not what the field test has.
1: Oh, that's kind of, I mean, that's also got that mourning thing.
0: Yeah, it has, Alleluia, Alleluia. Come, O Lord, and tarry not. Forgive the misdeeds of thy people. Alleluia. And and that just says liturgical text. So...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, so there is some... I'm not. I'm. I'm using what I don't. I'm not going with the field test manual. I'm. I already got this already laid out, and uh, I didn't even realize it was in there until uh, Scammon came out with that defense of it, which was I was thrilled by. So mm,
0: you were vindicated from me. It,
1: I was. I was vindicated. I thought what I was doing was illegal, but I was going to do it anyway, and then. And then it was great because I found out. Oh, good! I get to do what I want, but now I don't have to pretend like I just don't care what other people think. And <laughs> it's the worst sort of indication, actually, because. <laughs> <laughs> but I do really think it's nice. I, I mean, you know, the the couple times I've done it, I've enjoyed it. It's it's a text we don't get it here on a Sunday normally, and so forth. So mm-hmm. why don't? And yeah, and as I said, we just use we just use the same hymns that we would use. Oh, come, oh come, mm-hmm. Emmanuel. Uh, comfort comfort my people lift up your heads let the earth now praise the lord once he came in blessing Mm -hmm. those are the so we don't miss that let's talk about the matthew two matthew one i'm sorry matthew one yes all right so
0: context that just follows the uh, genealogy Uh, any important things to point out with regard to that for this text
1: well, the the son of David emphasis in Matthew, right? Because it's fourteen generations. Just don't count too closely from Abraham to David, and then from from David to Joseph, and then he's gonna the angel's gonna call Joseph the son of David. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the importance of and and of uh, of Joseph's. Um, so you you really do get this with this emphasis upon upon Joseph, both in the genealogy and then in this birth announcement. Um, this recognition that Joseph is the real father of Jesus, right? That adoption is a real that that bestows an actual, legitimate, in every way authentic paternity, right? Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, who cares if the biology does not matter to God? That's the least significant part and thing. And Joseph or Jesus needs an earthly father, and Joseph is it. And legally, uh, this makes him the son of David. And it's the legality of that that's m- kind of most significant. You know, we, we tend to think, uh, right, Americans, I think, we tend to think that the for whatever reason, the biology is what matters, right? His DNA is Jesus, you know, is, is his DNA from Mary, a descendant of David to really be the son of David? That's what matters. And Matthew does not think that way. I mean, he would be like, "Who cares?" <laughs> In a way, right? Mm-hmm. What matters is Joseph is the father, and that's the. So I think that's really um, important uh, that we recognize that and that we uphold that because, and because we're all the adopted children of God, right? Um, none of I mean, almost there's probably nobody listening to this that has a genealogy that you know from Jude from Judah. Um, We've all been adopted and grafted into this olive tree. So that's significant to me.
0: Yeah. Now, I just want to clarify what you mean by it doesn't matter. It's, I mean, because on the one hand, it seems like it does because the gene- genealogy is pointing to he needs to be a descendant of David.
1: Yeah. Well, he's a descendant of David through Joseph. That's yeah. what I meant. The, I meant what okay. I meant was his DNA. Does I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the genealogy matters. Yeah, but what makes it, what mm-hmm. connects him to David, is not DNA, but the fatherhood of Joseph. The adoption makes him yeah. this 100% authentic. It's not some kind of yeah.
0: And that's and that's from Matthew. Luke says, you know, I, yeah, Luke's puts like this us. under Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so I know he
1: does.
0: We, so we wouldn't want to say like we wouldn't say that like so. What would we want to say like so for Matthew, well, think, this is
1: yeah, for Matthew, who's a Jew, right? I mean, I think Luke you know Luke's like us because we, we didn't grow up in the, in that in a, in a Hebrew household and you know, steeped in this kind of understanding um, you know but yeah, so I mean, Luke's there know, because but, of you Gentiles. if it wasn't for you Gentiles, would, we wouldn't even need Luke's
0: <laughs> yeah, but you would, yeah I know, but you would think it would be the opposite. Right, you would think that because
1: you're a Gentile, that's total Gentile that. thinking. The the, <laughs> Gentile, the the Gentiles care about DNA, um, you know, because because the Gentiles are are tempted to say, and probably sometimes wrongly do say, "Well, Joseph isn't the real father. He doesn't have a father, right? His father is God." And yeah. they they because they there is this kind of um, you know Greek or Gentile idea that doesn't see. Adoption as being le- le- completely legit. It's somehow it's somehow less than being the bi- you know somehow adoption is not the same as being the progenitor you know according to the physicality. I and, know, and but I think if, we need if to take you take into on,
0: account yeah. everything that you know all the battles that you have between Jesus, the Pharisees and the scribes, and and how adamant they are that they are children of abraham right that they are literal dna descendants right uh, of abraham you would th- i would think that it, the the jewish oh, man matthew would be more concerned about pointing out that descendancy than luke would who is a gentile that's my point
1: yeah i know i get it that and that makes sense but i think that what we're seeing in the pharisees is a corruption of the uh, uh they've been hellenized to that degree mm, they're they're okay. thinking that yeah see they're thinking that their that their dna makes them worthy and wow. and jesus whole point is i don't give a, i can raise up sons from abraham from these stones you fools you're not the sons of abraham because you don't have the heart of abraham right it's those who have the heart right those those who follow after my own heart though you know Like David, again, a man after God's own heart. Those who have faith, those who have the faith of Abraham, are his real sons, not you fools that don't actually right. So I think they're, I don't think they're they're actually showing the the real kind of Old Testament mind any more than they are in their other corruptions. Yeah, but that's a good, that's an excellent point. They they are they are banking on that. You're right.
0: Uh, and you do have that nice kind of juicy ending in Matthew, where it's like if you want to be a part of it, you have to become part of the Gentiles, the ethne. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that is so, that is something, isn't it? Go and make disciples yeah, yeah, of the Gentiles of
0: all, of all nations. The, you know, yeah, of the the teeth. Yeah, the Ponta. Yeah. Ta, whatever it is, I can't remember. Sort of undo does
1: of. the right. It undoes the uh, line to the Syrophoenician woman, right? I only came for the lost the, the, the lost sheep of the house of Israel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it goes the, both um, ways. Yeah, and it seem, seems that kind of what you're saying here is Matthew is already giving us a clue to what's coming at the end.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, okay. I love it. I love that emphasis on Joseph. So the David, the David stuff. That that's where the genealogy and this I think really marry up. I mean, other than the word. Um, which you know, you you, you could certainly you could certainly start with with B uh, with eighteen B. I, I don't see any advantage to it though. I, I this is an introductory phrase. Now yeah. the now the birth of Jesus was as follows. I'd leave it in there but I'm already yeah. violating both the, them and the Anglican missile by wanting to add through 25. So, yeah.
0: Okay. So what do we focus then on? So in, in looking at this or, or, or what about the translation? We'll go back to that. What about translation?
1: I mean, uh, there was something else in the Oh, I know where it was. It was the, um, and I, I it's funny because I read Gibbs on this and he made a big stink about in verse twenty and I couldn't figure out what the deal was because you had something about uh, son, Joseph son of David right do, do not be afraid what was it to take Mary as your wife yes so um, he makes a he makes a long grammatical argument that this should be translated do not be afraid to take Mary comma your wife for that which is conceived in her because. He makes a grammatical argument on it, but of course the idea is to recognize that she's already his wife, right? Joseph, her husband, it says in, in verse 19, and this has to do with the way that, you know, the marriage right worked, that they were when they were betrothed to be married, which that period for a virgin could last up to a year, according to Gibbs, um, in that intermediate period, they're legally married, but they don't live together. They haven't consummated the marriage. So they're in this kind of in-between state. So he has to divorce her when it says send her away. So Mm -hmm. when the angel is acknowledging that, you know, she is his wife and she shouldn't cease to be. So he doesn't, if you, if you translate it, um, you know, take Mary as your wife, it seems as though you're implying that she isn't at the point. And I think this sort of matters (laughs) because, um, you know, Mary is a virgin, but she's not unmarried, and the the status that that gives to the child is different, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. that also, um, and and so also because Joseph is her husband, then he is morally obligated, right? I mean, you can talk about Jesus being a gift to, and certainly, right, that's appropriate language, probably always, but you know, this gift brings a lot of duties and responsibilities and burdens and shame. And mm-hmm. Joseph is trying to get out of that. So I think that it's, it's not exactly a rebuke. I wouldn't put it that way. It, it does say that Joseph is righteous, but his, his righteousness is actually misleading him and he's misjudging Mary. And he doesn't want to raise, you know, she's pregnant. He knows that. Apparently, by the way, he hasn't talked to her. Right,
0: mm, right.
1: Uh, so he he he, he That we got. This isn't exactly you know his most shining moment. Even though he's he's praised, and of course he acts you know heroically, and God be praised for him. But you know he's thinking, oh, she's pregnant. He assumes the worst. Which <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? Well, uh, you. He's wrong though, right? His righteousness misleads him, and then he's trying to, in some sense, do her a kindness. He doesn't want vengeance on her. But at the same time, he's misjudged her, and he doesn't want to raise someone else's child. And so the angel's like, "Look, buddy, right? She's your wife. That makes her kids your kids, and you don't have the freedom to divorce her because she hasn't done anything wrong." And you know, so it's, it's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Why doesn't he talk to her? That that seems like the the most shocking thing, because there's a there's a well, period he of time
0: been talked to her. To find this out,
1: I don't think. Well, then, then he doesn't believe her. Right, he doesn't Which believe that makes her. it worse. Well, that now you're really. Well, I'm come trying. On. To, uh, see, <laughs> I'm trying to put the. I'm the. You know. <laughs> usually, I'm on. the one accused of not uh, thinking highly enough of these people. Now you're, uh, you're making it worse. Joseph in worse shape. If he doesn't believe her, then he's. Now we really All got right. something. Right, so let's just come back to like Normalville, <laughs>
0: and. <laughs> You have someone come into your office and say, "I'm pregnant." The normal course the of events yeah. is not that she's a virgin giving birth to a child.
1: Like we're not in an episode know, but, of House here. Yeah, but if she says to, right, but if she told him, "Look, I know what this looks like," but I'm telling you, the Holy or, you know, the the angel came, came to me and told me the Holy Spirit has overshadowed me, and that's why I'm pregnant. I'm going to have the Messiah. And I said, hey, let it be unto me as you, or um, according to your word, right? I'm the servant yeah. of the Lord, the handmaiden of the Lord. I mean, if he says, yeah, Mary, I just think you're a liar, which I certainly that's reasonable from a human perspective, but I mean, then he's at fault. Come on. Either way, he's at fault. He, uh, his, he's at fault. He's wrong.
0: Is, he, he's he, Okay, he's wrong, but it requires also the revelation from God to fix it. <laughs> Not just her word. I mean, any normal person hearing this <laughs> happening is going to think exactly what Joseph thinks. And because I, I he's agree a just man, you. because he's a just man and uh he you know, part of that justice is she his assumption, and again wrongly so after the fact, is she's cheated on me and of course like you said he's wrong about that but it requires a revelation from the angel of the lord to come to that conclusion because it required a revelation from the angel of the lord to say to mary this is what's happening
1: well i mean what about later the people of nazareth who don't believe that he's the, the son, that he was she conceived by the holy spirit or his relatives in bethlehem that don't believe it then I mean well, they, they don't believe the justified? two witnesses.
0: No, because there are two witnesses. Oh, there's two witnesses. Yeah. Okay. You only have one that's... witness with Mary. And I so I don't I think, I think, I think, think we could be her. too hard on him. I think we're being I don't know. I mean but that is know. the state of affairs in our world to always blame the man.
1: <laughs> well uh I mean, I'm not. I don't want to be. I mean, I'm impressed by him in every way, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there is a call here. At at the at the least, there's a call here for humility. That you know our judgments can be wrong, and here he is righteous, and he's desiring actually to be kind to her. Um, but but he's actually it's actually not a kindness because the judgment's wrong. Yeah. So anyway, the angel of the Lord stops and in His he's been mercy. Thinking about it.
0: Yeah, and the Lord in His mercy sends the angel of the Lord as He's yeah, considering right. these things. He hasn't done anything, but he doesn't believe her. Right.
1: Which, but and, he's wrestling. I think he's struggling with it. See, I think maybe part of him does believe it, or he wants to believe her, and I, that's he's, probably the this, case. I, because you've got a period of time here because he's thinking about these things, and then he falls asleep. I mean, it says in verse 24, so this isn't a, a dream. That's not a. Uh, it's not a word for a vision apart from sleep, because it says in, in 24 that he, he's, he arouses from sleep or rises from sleep. And uh, so he's thinking about this, you know, like probably all day for days, and then falls asleep, and the angel is like, okay, enough's enough. Maybe because he'd finally come to the conclusion of what he was going to do. yeah. Or he was, uh, or, uh, as
0: we often do, uh, avoiding dealing with it by going to sleep.
1: <laughs> oh, now who's being hard on him?
0: <laughs> I, I'm not being hard on him. I'm just being, <laughs> this is what we do. Like He's got yeah. a really difficult thing to deal with. And so, all right, well, I don't know what to do. I'm really considering these things. I don't know what to do. I think I'll just take a nap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a good plan because it worked out. Uh, He gets a dream. And then, of course, you got this connection to Joseph in, you know, the patriarch who also has Mm -hmm. dreams um, and who was also righteous uh, and sexually pure. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, I think we can, uh, I think Joseph, when that especially, Sue, I think in context, when it says that he was righteous, I think we can recognize it could mean lots of things, but I think it includes sexual purity, because oh, the yeah. because right he he's betrothed to her she's he thinks been impure in this particular way and he hasn't been and so so anyway there's a connection to Joseph the patriarch with the dream for sure uh, and of course I think there's also a connection to to Jot oh I'm getting ahead of myself never mind. I was kind of. I'm, I'm getting confused about who we're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, to, so. They're, they're, yeah. Okay. Oh, then we get we have the son of David got that. Oh, the angel of the Lord that talks to him. Look, that that is not the Christ. That's not the angel. That's not the Malak Adonai, or the Malak Yahweh Malak or whatever Yahweh. it is. The um, this is uh, this has got to be. I mean, it doesn't have to be Gabriel necessarily but that would seem reasonable. But this has to be a created angel.
0: Why do you say that?
1: For one thing, well, because the, uh, the Christ has already been conceived and is, and is in Mary's womb and, and his humiliation has begun and that he's denying okay, nice. himself. But also um, because this angel that comes to, jo- to Joseph doesn't act like the Moloch, uh, uh, the, or the, uh, the angel. Of the, why, why do I want to say it with the Greek word instead of Hebrew? I don't know. But anyway, the the angel of the Lord that is the preincarnate Christ, you know, behaves differently than this. There's always that sort of mystery to it and mm. this sort of like, wait, he doesn't seem like a regular angel and he speaks often in the first person, you know, for God as God, and this angel doesn't do that. So mm. I th- I think those are important all, all of that together um, along with what we know of, from Luke about Gabriel coming to Mary, I think should influence us to say this is not this is not the pre-incarnate Christ because he's not pre-incarnate anymore for one thing.
0: Okay, so it's just Gabriel. Then why not use his name? Don't they use it? Uh, no, that's just in uh, just Luke. I think's place Luke. he's ever. Yeah, we'll it's, ever it's get only that called name. an angel of the Lord. Yeah. So this is the same one that comes to him in chapter two about fleeing to Egypt. Presumably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not said, it just says again, an angel of the Lord.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think historically this has been understood to be Gabriel. I mean, that Mm -hmm. is an assumption and that, right. But it makes sense that it would be, you know, but I don't know who knows, maybe they're up there, you know, tag teaming it. (laughs)
0: okay so uh
1: so what else do i say about that okay so then we have the of course the behold right you always get that nice thing and then um right uh, do not be afraid see that's a that's a seems a little bit on the it it, towards on the spectrum you know towards the rebuke side of things they always say that 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 come Usually they say, don't be afraid of me. Usually it's like, oh, don't, don't be afraid because I'm an angel and I know that's scary. Here it, it seems like, don't be afraid to take to you. Oh, I think, by the way, I, I want to make that. Don't be afraid to take to you, marry your wife. I, I think that that language seems to imply uh, the marriage bed to me. Mm. But, of course, he's going to say down here in 25 that he, that he doesn't know her. Until she had brought for, forth her firstborn son, but I mean they're already married she's already she's already his wife, but now right take take her to you is to live with her, right live with a her consummate. as your wife, and I think, yeah, and to consummate, I think yeah, to fit right you're betrothed now it's, you, you don't stop don't you know and divorce her yeah. before everything because uh so there you go there's another little i, I i'm i'm anti semper virgo
0: mm-hmm
1: Okay, so in anyway, but it's you know it's not conclusive. I, I'll admit that. Um, right, and then that's which that's which is in her belly is of the Holy Spirit. So there you have a nice correspondence with Luke that the Holy Spirit overshadowed her. Mm-hmm. She'll bring forth a son. You'll call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And of course, there we get the connection then to Joshua, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, okay, and all this took place to fulfill. What and then was we get the Isaiah, Isaiah. seven
1: fourteen. Right. And I love this. I love how uh, we have this. It's so, to me, it's so funny that you shall call his name Jesus. And then three seconds later, his name shall be Emmanuel. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, that's just great. So, well, I mean, I think our, our listeners are, can well handle that Dilemma without any trouble, but it is it is Mm -hmm. kind of funny. It is the sort of thing that bothers children, right?
0: Yeah. Um, So, what is his name? Is it Jesus or Emmanuel? Wait a
1: minute. Yeah, how come? How come they don't call him Emmanuel, right? Uh, Well, they do call him Emmanuel, uh, but uh, they don't address him as such. It's right. It's a a title of functionality rather than the way to get him to come down to dinner. If you want him to come (laughs) down to dinner, you say Jesus.
0: Do you think that he wouldn't respond to Emmanuel?
1: Oh, I mean, do we sometimes address him? Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel! Right, we address him that way in the in the hymn. (laughs) I think he hears it. Uh, I don't think he would have, though. Uh, I mean, I think if you know he was you know at ten years old, if he's walking through the town square at Nazareth, and you Mm. yell yell out, "Hey, Emmanuel!" I don't think he would. He wouldn't hear it because it's not the name by which he's. Right. Maybe so, it's his
0: middle name, like you know, when Joseph <laughs> gets frustrated. And he's like, Jesus Emmanuel. Like my Jesus Emmanuel,
1: said. Prince of Peace, yeah, wonderful <laughs> counselor. <laughs> That'd take a long time to yell at Jesus, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, obviously he didn't do anything <laughs> sure.
1: wrong, but No, no. But but yeah, but we know sometimes Joseph makes a misjudgment.
0: <laughs>
1: ha well actually it's his mother
0: who well. Maybe That's this true. is what she said to him in uh, Luke two, <laughs> right? Where she says, why, "Why have you done this to us?" When she finds them in the temple, Jesus Emmanuel, Prince of Peace, <laughs> Wonderful Counselor, what is this you have done to
1: us? That that is is I think so. In uh, Jackie's big on the middle names. She likes to she likes to use middle names to yell at people. Um, our, not, not even, even just every our children does. I don't. I don't think I ever did. You, I was just going to say. I wonder if that's a feminine thing. I don't. I mean, maybe I don't know. I but do I it, never. But uh,
0: my mom always did it to me. I guess Lauren does it. to, yeah. Lauren does it to me. Jason Michael.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jackie does it to me too. Jackie does it also to everybody. She's probably done it to you.
0: She. She doesn't she even. She'll it.
1: just make up middle name. She makes up middle names for people <laughs> she doesn't know. She almost always inserts Hershkin, Actually, so. Mm. that's a family name anyway all right let's go on so joseph's awoke (laughs) awakened he gets up rises from sleep he does as the angel of the lord commanded and he takes to him his wife which again seems so he's going to live with her at the very least and that he did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he does what he's told he called his name jesus Unlike uh, uh, John the Baptist, unlike Zechariah, um, right? Who Elizabeth names John, but Joseph names Jesus. I think again, that's a little bit of an assertion of the authority that Joseph has as the father. Oh,
0: yeah, but Zechariah still names him. He just doesn't pronounce I, well. He it out confirms
1: loud. it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He presumably he had told Eliz- He and Elizabeth had communicated that in advance. She mm-hmm. knew. Because when they ask him, he, he goes along. And he does. In fact, what he writes is his name is John, I think. He doesn't his just say yes. John. So he does right. actually write that out, doesn't he? Yeah. All right. I take that back. Anyway, uh, Joseph names Jesus, not Mary. Though Gabriel also told Mary, I guess, just to make sure that his name was supposed to be Jesus. Doesn't, she, doesn't he? I don't think that's unique. Is it? In the Annunciation in, in Luke 1. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up real quick.
0: It could be. I the Holy
1: Spirit will come upon you, and you, the power of the Highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, the Holy One is to be born, and will be called the Son of God. Then Mary said, "Huh? Maybe, maybe it isn't in here. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was. Oh, yes, it is. It's up earlier. Uh, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Highest, and so forth. So, he does. T- it is. It is in Luke, also.
0: Okay." All right, so um, what are you going to preach on then? I mean, what do you, since it's still Advent, what do you, how, how do you handle all this? What's the kind of the theme?
1: Well, I mean, I think it, you know, if you want to stick with a more Advent thing, I think there's a couple of things you can do with sort of correction. That is, that uh, what is the actual vocation of father, right? You could kind of speak against this horrible, I concept of baby daddies i I really hate that that's so Mm. awful right that the father is guardian and um you know what actually fathers are responsible for the centrality of adoption how how families are actually created by god right Mm. um not just in terms of legality uh though that's important too but also you know by actually affection and and a duty you know the one who serves as a father to you is your father, mm. and we have many fathers. You know, so you could you could get into some of that stuff. I think that would be that's got a kind of Advent sense to it because it's a bit of a call to repentance and correction. Um, also, I think you know another kind of way you could go in that would be to talk about humility—that uh, it is possible for Joseph to make a mistake, even if he's completely righteous in every way. Uh, he's not omniscient and so you know to sort of uh, be willing to sort of step back and accept correction from god to be guided by his word and to be gentle in the exercise of authority uh, and merciful to subordinates i mean he he would have done something really unjust and horrific to mary if he'd divorced her
0: mm-hmm. so
1: and you know i had on here did he talk to her but maybe maybe you're right maybe he did i I don't know. He probably did. That's probably fair.
0: I mean, how else would he have known this is the case?
1: <laughs> well, his relatives told him, or something. That's what I was thinking. But I don't know. But then that means anyway, that she
0: didn't tell him, and that no, it, 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 that stains yeah. her. I just I don't like that you're, thought just, that she didn't come I, to him and say this is for what is. R- Go ahead.
1: For some reason I've always had this idea that they weren't living in the same town. But right. I have no idea where that came from. I don't know, maybe because I thought he wasn't talking to her. I, I don't I don't know if I picked that up from some pastor along the way or if there was some I, I don't know. I, I don't there's no textual reason to think that at all. I but that is what I I thought. But I have no idea why. Do we know where where Mary is from? We know Joseph's, you know, from Nazareth. I mean his ancestors are from Bethlehem, but he's a Nazarene, right? Or I mean mm-hmm. he's from Nazareth. And right. is Mary from is Mary from Nazareth? Elizabeth lives in the hill country, not in Nazareth. But she has to travel there. So she, yeah. Yeah, okay, I don't know anything about that. I, I I just had this probably false idea. You know, you get these ideas from stuff. Um sometimes extra biblical stuff, so you could also go with, tra- um, for training, uh, you know, using the fivefold use, this, this idea of bearing a cross of shame and covering the shame of others by taking it into yourself. Um, mm. You know, there's a lot to be said there about bearing one another's shame and not exposing it, even if it's embarrassing to you because of it. Right? Joseph has to look like, uh, you know, he's he's a man that lets other, that, that, you know, will tolerate his wife having an affair. Yeah. Which is pretty emasculating. Um, yes. and, uh, you know, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's kind you know, that's a, that's a hard thing that he has to, he has to bear, you know, probably the rest of his life of of people snickering behind his back and thinking not only poorly of, of Mary, but you know, Guarding her honor and taking this into himself, so I think that's very commendable. Obviously, Jesus does this for us. I mean, we do shame Jesus with our sins. That mm-hmm. um, we don't act, we don't walk in a way that is worthy of our calling. And you know, he yeah. he puts he loves us anyway. In fact, I mean, that's actually one of the things that the world notices. That's why they call us hypocrites. And and in a way, yeah. they're not. You know, they're, they're like, hey, you don't you don't really do this stuff. And, uh, you know, but they're really mocking our Lord. They're really saying, you know, that he isn't real or he isn't good enough or he, or we aren't really his sons and for mm-hmm. him to declare that we are his sons anyway. So, you know, how, yeah. how we might live this out in our vocations. I always, I've probably said it on here before, cause it was one of my mother's sayings, uh, was that you don't tell tales out of school. Do you, do you know that one?
0: I've heard it. Yes.
1: Yeah, so that that actually has nothing to do with school. I don't I don't know why it's phrased that way. That means you don't tell the family secrets, and right. uh, you know, uh, and you know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's something to, to that. That you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna cover up the shame or the embarrassment of one another in love, and you know, we're not gonna mm-hmm. tell grandma that the closet has a laundry basket full of you know dirty clothes that were on the floor that were picked up in the five minutes before she got here uh, or whatever, you know, right. there's just this, this kind of, so there, there, I mean, there's more to it than that, obviously, but there, mm-hmm. I think in how we treat one another and there is a kind of immaturity and a self-righteousness that just wants to tell the truth all the time, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, so, that, that so this reversal. is like a distinction between, uh, Shem and Japheth versus Ham with regard yeah, to Noah. Right. And, yes. uh, uh, and and all the cases that you'll then see in the time of Jesus, who want to always expose and point out fault instead of cover shame,
1: right? And Joseph, even when he's thinking of putting her away or of divorcing her, you know, is trying to figure out how to do it in a way that doesn't expose her. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe yeah. he's going to take the blame for that. He's gonna he's gonna act as though he's the he's the guilty one. I don't know. I don't know how he's going to pull that off when she's pregnant, but maybe that's what he's struggling with. So those those are kind of adventy, I think, in the sense that there are you know calls to repentance. Um, yeah, you could you know another thing you could do that would be um, kind of adventy is to is to look at the the sort of barren pregnancies, right? You know, culminating with Elizabeth. So you got the John the Baptist. There's annunciations. Right, there's other annunciations. Uh, this isn't an annunciation, this is kind of after well, it sort of is. It's an annunciation to Joseph. But you know, in the Old Testament, you have those, you know, Sarah and Rebecca and uh, Hannah and uh, Samson's mom. She doesn't get a name, but you know, the, the the those, and then here you have this virginal pregnancy. So you see this, it's a culmination of those other pregnancies. But it's also kind of a, a reversal of them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I can't recall. Is it usually the revelation given to the men in the Old Testament, and then the men tell the women?
1: I think that's I only that's with the case uh, Sarah, with and I, I think Sarah. that's the only time. The others okay. all it's all. I mean, well, so it's it's given to the it's given to to Abraham, right? But and then he tells her. But I think the other ones are all to the women, aren't they? Certainly but then, Samson's is.
0: Yeah, and then Hannah's is. It, then it's revealed to them directly by the the angel of the Lord again, isn't it? Isn't it like Samson's hmm. father? Well, yeah, doesn't Samson he gets appear to talk to, him? to the angel.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. he appears to her, and then she comes and gets him. So, yeah, he. but he does get to talk to the angel of the Lord. I mean, the, I can't remember what his name was. but. Uh, and then, of course, the angel of the Lord does actually then appear Doesn't he appear to Sarah also after Isaac?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So that's interesting. Did that's a really interesting. That would that would uh, bolster your point uh, against me earlier that that uh, none of them were required just to believe the the report of their spouse. One person. Yeah. 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 Did I, I? I'm trying to remember the way the. The Rebecca one goes, and it's it's eluding me. When she finally gets pregnant, what? I don't think we're. I don't think the Hannah one. I don't think we ever hear anything about her husband.
0: Yeah, we do. Either,
1: we do. Well, I don't yeah. remember it. I'm trying to. Hmm. Well, how's it go then? What? Where is that going to look be it up. in <laughs> Second Chronicles? Probably.
0: No, it's in Samuel, isn't it?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I was trying to. Think um Um, yeah we'd have to okay well i don't know anyway somebody could do that (laughs) his his name is Alkana. yeah that's right you're right you're right well if they if it every if every time both of them get told that would be really interesting to me even if most of the time both of them get told i still think it's 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 pretty compelling
0: yeah but i mean this is not uh it's not the same kind of in in terms of hannah
1: no no, it's, it's not the same. I mean, it's right. You know, go
0: in peace. Eli says, go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition that you have made to him. Uh, and she said, let your servant find favor in your eyes. Then the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. And then they rose early in the morning and worshiped before the Lord. Then they went back to their house at Ramah, and Elkanah <laughs> knew Hannah his wife, and the Lord remembered her. And in due time, Hannah conceived and bore a son, and they called his name Samuel. And then he went to the house to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice to pay his vow. That's the next verse.
1: Well, and of course, what what's happening to all those couples has a sort of you know rational scientific explanation, even though it's unlikely, mm-hmm. right? I mean, um, the the normal means of of procreation are engaged in, and and this is a this is an entirely different. Yeah. different uh, thing, right So there you have you know the barren being made fruitful like a desert, you know being finding an oasis, whereas uh, you know the the Messiah comes and it's actually you know this consummation of a marriage with a virgin it's it's a I mean there's a kind of I mean we don't want to get too graphic here, but you know that the, there's a kind of freshness and a purity. Yeah. You know, and an innocence in in Mary that that is different than that which is in Elizabeth, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So so it is this it is this culminating thing that that's not simply about restoring something, but is is actually about creating something new. Yeah. This is a kind of ex nihilo um echo. Yeah. Well remind me
0: how the um ishmael thing goes that's her idea isn't it
1: yeah i mean that's a kind of well that's she's the that they only get the blessing after that they're cast out aren't they you know is there a
0: but the promise comes
1: beforehand where is that yeah that would be i don't know
0: 16 so the promise is given in chapter 15
1: is it given directly to her?
0: To him, that oh, to him. his descendants will be as great as the stars and such.
1: Oh yeah, uh, And then, okay.
0: And then the Sarah and Hag- Hagar, not Haggai, <laughs> H- Hagar. And then you get the promise of
1: Isaac. After that, so the, the, after promise, she's in, the promise, the promise in fifteen is is explicitly to. To Haggai, for to Ishmael.
0: H- no, the promise in to, fifteen is to Abraham that to Abraham. his descendants will be as.
1: But that's talking about Isaac, the descendants by faith, right?
0: Yeah, that's, but that's it, the he hasn't been promised yet. He's promised but there's nothing here. 18, Seventeen.
1: I don't think 18. fifteen. I don't think fifteen is about Ishmael and his descendants. No,
0: it's not. But Sarai says. It's her yeah, idea. Then, I'm so the the understanding oh, is right. Abraham told Hagar, Sarai Hagar, about Hagar, right. about the the promise given to him and the covenant that God made with Abraham. And Oh yeah. And she's not born him any children so she says go take my servant Hagar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but that's but that's wrong of her. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, there is a promise. Right. Okay. I'm, I, I, I was confused because I was thinking, you know, you do have this promise. You do have this promise given to Hagar after she's exiled from Abraham. Correct. That's so, I mean, there is a promise there, but but the, the enunciation here, I don't think is about Ishmael.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, 15, yeah. And, it, or, and it, call, it
0: caused quarreling within the, obviously yeah. within the household.
1: You do have, he does say, return to your mistress. Oh, that's the, yeah. Yeah, that's after though. Okay. Well, anyway. All right. So other stuff you could talk about. Um, you could certainly do something with Joseph, the Josephs and, and their connection. This so is sort of in the typology box um, mm-hmm. and how they suffer slander also, right? Uh that that uh, there's some connections there that could be very I think you know helpful uh to see help people see uh you've got of course Jesus is Joshua given the name that he leads that he's not Moses leading us out of slavery he's Joshua leading us into the promised land right through the Jordan River, so you've got that connection to his baptism as well um with that name, yeah. Those aren't very Adventy, but you know. And then, of course, you could you could certainly talk about the the virgin birth itself, uh, why Mm -hmm. this is necessary for the two natures and uh, and for the fulfillment of the law. Um, You you could certainly get into that whole prophecy to Ahaz, which is a sign against Ahaz. Mm -hmm. That's pretty interesting. Sometimes people just know the passage that they don't really they don't know it in context. So what about the the Romans passage? Uh what Romans passage? Well the Romans reading. The epistle. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what it was, Romans one. It's the it's the very beginning, yeah, Romans one, one to six. I I don't know, I wasn't sure I didn't see a real I mean you have that right he was promised before through the prophets and the holy scripture, who's born of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness. So you've got the two natures there, mm-hmm. but through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom you are also the called of Jesus Christ. So there's a lot of stuff about naming here,
0: like even yeah, though, there is uh, among whom you also are the called, right? That's yeah. A, so, so what what would you do with that? I mean, could you do something with just names?
1: or about the name. Yeah, you sure could. What and what is what does Mary mean?
0: Mir- is it Miriam?
1: Uh, uh I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um but yeah, you you certainly could do so. Obviously, you've got the the name of Jesus, Joshua, the the savior, right? And that we're going to call him savior and he's going to call us uh his bride. Right, uh, mm-hmm. to to be to be the called of Jesus Christ. Right, what does He call us? We had today the oh it was, uh, this the reading for Advent two. The Old Testament was the Song of Solomon, and uh, the beloved comes skipping out of the mountains, and it's springtime. And there's a fig. We know it's springtime because of the fig tree. So that's the tie to the Luke twenty one. But the uh, the beloved comes skipping out of the mountains, and he calls he calls mm-hmm. to To his beloved come away with me and then uh he also then tells her uh that he wants to look at her beautiful face and he wants to hear her sweet voice Mm -hmm. right so he's he's calling her with affection but he's also calling her to come with him and Mm -hmm. inviting her to speak as well so there's there's something very profound about that right you know, to be the called of Jesus Christ. By what name does He call us? And you know, He, he can He calls Mary, Magdalene, Mary in the garden, and it changes her. Yeah. Um, he calls us in Holy Baptism, I and mean, you've got you've got that sort of stuff. But I, you, know, He calls us. He He calls us by His own name too, right? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And He calls us with these terms of affection: Son, daughter, beloved,
0: mm-hmm.
1: friend. Which also means beloved. You know, you've got
0: yeah. There's two possible root meanings for this for Mary or Maria. Uh, one is from Mara, bitter or rebellious, bitter. Um, and the other is um, it's, it's just saying for beloved. Oh, the that's what David
1: that's what David means too. David means beloved. So you've got son of David mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, you could you could have fun with the names. That that could be. That could be nice, um, you know. I think that could be a way to kind of, well, what you could. One of the things you could do with that is you could help tie this this event to the history of Israel. Um, you know, that's always, I think, helpful for the people. You know, tying Joseph to the patriarch Joseph, tying you know him also to the house of David and to David's life as the man after God's own heart, the beloved of the Lord, right. You know, t- I mean, those are, those are useful things. Even Mary is, is bitter, you know, um, you know, that which is overcome, you know, and Mary is not rebellious. She's obedient. Let it be unto me according, you know, I'm the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be unto me according to your word. So tying those things all together can be, can be very useful. And you could do it, I think, you know, just with a couple of sentences for sort of each of them and uh culminating with joshua right
0: yeah his
1: name you you should call his name jesus so i mean you could you could talk about you could talk about mary as bitterness and then the sort of difficulty of her life and then tie this into you know the the bitterness of god's people in their flesh when they become impatient and then the sort of you know the overshadowing of the holy spirit that turns that into Mm -hmm. joy and allows us to receive crosses with hope, right? Mary Mary knows this is going to be hard and this is going to be difficult and a sword's going to pierce her heart. Uh, she knows that before she's told that because she's pregnant without consummating her marriage and this is going to create all sorts of problems and people are going to think all sorts of horrible things, including potentially Joseph as it seems he does. So, And yet, you know, she has the Messiah in her and the redemption of the world, and she's the most blessed of women. And then you could go to Joseph and the patriarch and the shame that he suffers and the slander and how God through dreams, you know, restores him, provides for the people. Um, And then eventually Joshua leads them right out of that slavery Mm -hmm. and into the promised land. Yeah, I think that could be done. I think that could be done in a way that would be, would help, would help maybe some with biblical literacy. So you know that could be sort of an unstated goal, but your own goal in preaching it could be to to sort of help people, help the people see the history of Israel as being continuous in the person of Jesus Christ, not not something distinct from that or something different, Mm -hmm. and that you know this has always been, he's always been the God of grace that saves through faith. I like that idea.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think you're going to try to focus on this year?
1: Well, I don't know. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I I was sort of uh I was sort of thinking about the J- Josephs, you know. Um and the dreams, and I was going to try to I was going to try to sort of look back through the the dreams of Joseph and see if I could find any correspondence with the angel of the Lord coming to Joseph and telling him, you know, to not be afraid. I mean, off the top of my head, I don't I don't I don't know except that you know Joseph shouldn't be afraid when bad stuff happens cuz eventually his brothers will bow down bow, bow down to him mm-hmm. uh, but i don't know i hadn't hadn't got too far in it but maybe this name idea would be would be better yeah and Joseph of course forgiving his brothers i mean
0: yeah pharaoh that's, that's
1: mm-hmm. one of your favorite things
0: <laughs> okay uh yeah. Any final thoughts on like should we do this or like your final? Yeah, I think
1: we that. should do it. I, I think it. I really think it's a nice kind of break from the normal Advent rhythm. I think it's a recognition of the reality that December twenty fourth is not just another day on the calendar. It, it, it the date itself is significant for us, and its proximity to Christmas is shouldn't be ignored. So I, I think mm-hmm. this is really a nice custom. I'm I'm glad that Scammon found the evidence for us to do it, but even if he hadn't, I still think it's pretty nice. Okay.
0: Well, good, good. Thanks, uh thanks for uh, really alerting this to me, even though I was like Joseph skeptical. Um <laughs> and uh and then the angel of Scammon came and uh <laughs> revealed right. it unto me that uh do not be afraid to observe the Vigil of Christmas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, even, even, his name's even, right? And that's, yeah. that means good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, excellent.
1: Well, thanks for your time, Dave. All right. Thank you.